It is 8.31, time for me to have my guest. I will use the term guest. Uh, actually, it's my buddy. It's uh, Brian Smith, Canaba County Sheriff, in for our Thursday morning get-together brought to you by Bozeman Newton Insurance. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. So, uh, a little sticky this morning, don't you know? <laughs> yes, it, it's going to be a doozy. <laughs> yeah, do, the dew point already at 68, and that just tells me immediately. We get those yeah. dew points in there. Oh, my goodness. And yeah. then that sunshine. But a little cooler on the weekend, a little chance of some more rain. So, yeah, they're seeing a 60% chance of rain Saturday, Saturday night. So even into, yeah, I think it's that or it's Saturday into Sunday. One of the the other. We have a chance of rain. So we'll take it. We'll take it. Yes, because I know around the farming community, we are still far behind in that regard, aren't we? I believe so. Yeah. I can't imagine we're not. Uh, It's it's bad in spots. And we did finally mow lawn this week a little bit to knock the weeds down, but there's still a lot of brown out there. Yes. And uh, so we could use some more rain. But let's start out, Brian, this morning. First of all, you had National Night Out on Tuesday. Did it yeah. did it all come together? Because I know we had that rain in the afternoon. It kind of ca- <laughs> yeah, kept coming. Yeah, it kind of threw a little curveball at us it there. It did. But, uh, f- uh, it cleared out just uh, just before we were able to get the, the last of the stuff set up because it started pouring right when we right when we were setting up mm-hmm. uh, for the thing. And uh, so the timing wasn't the best, but I guess it could have been worse because it could have downpoured during the event, and then it really would have been a washout. So, right, right. Um, all in all, it ended up being a, a great event. Um, our numbers are down a little bit because I think a lot of people well, just assumed that, well, with the weather, we're just going to cancel, and we didn't cancel. We just rolled on. So Sure, sure. Um, but I I would guesstimate we probably had 300 people attend. Good. And... Uh, you know, we had some new stuff out there that seemed to be a just a hit. You know, the kids had a blast with Duncan deputies and um, <laughs> they had a slip the, and slide the, too, the right? The slip and slide yeah, thing was yeah. a huge hit and good. Yeah, so I I think everybody had a a great time. They, the highway department brought in some heavy equipment and that was a hit. You know, they got to crawl into cabs and honk horns and <laughs> stuff like that. So sure. uh, no, I think there was. I saw a lot of smiles. So, and that's what it's about, really. We had face painting again. We haven't had that for quite a while, and uh, they did a bang up job of that. That line was long. I bet. Um, I bet. Probably could have used a few more painters, but <laughs> that's that's a that's an art that not everybody can. do. I was going to say you and I could do it. We just uh, no. I'll put an X on this cheek. <laughs> yeah, right. I'll put a, an O on yeah, the other. Yeah, I, I can do X's, I suppose. That'd be about <laughs> it. That'd be our face paint. Our our line would be very short. Brian is what would happen. Right. Absolutely. Right. But but National Night Out is a, a great event, and it's a way to touch base with community members and not just the police department, but all the folks, EMTs and everybody that really, yeah, like any, I say, does their thing. and everybody involved in public safety roles. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so it was it was a good event. And I'm like you. I think if the weather, I think that just threw people off a little bit because it, it did. It I, did rain hard. Yeah, it, it did. And, yeah, it came. It was a it was a downpour. I got, got a little wet. Um, before I decided uh, enough of this, I'm going to. Yeah, because you get felt like it might. <laughs> yep, I know. I was trying to finish up mowing, doing a little bit of lawn mowing, and it's like, uh, no, those drops are getting heavier, and I'm glad <laughs> I decided to quit when I did. Well, let's segue over and talk about the calls uh, to service this week. Uh, let's see. Well, we were yeah, right about that normal range at uh, 280, I think we had last week. Okay. Uh, 11 new arrests vast majority were warrants. Um, we did have a couple domestic assaults, uh, DWI, um, 
couple probation violations, uh, restraining order violation. So I guess it was kind of all over the board. Okay. Kind of, and I, I hate to use the term, but the usual suspects. Ah, uh, yeah. There's as far familiar, as this time of year, a lot of familiar <laughs> names in there, unfortunately. Okay. Okay. Yep. All yep. right. Kept kept everybody pretty busy for the most part. Yeah. I asked Brian before we came before we were going to come out today. There's been so much in the news, uh, as we all know, with the legislation that has passed about marijuana here recently, as of the first actually. And I know when I was gone on vacation that you talked with Eric and I think uh, Joe and did some chats with them along the line and yeah. t- touched on that a little bit. Yep. So all I was going to do today, not to belabor it, is just talk about some very basic general information. And this was something uh, I saw in the paper a couple couple days ago actually they were talking about various aspects of it so the the thing here was what is not legal when it comes to this so i thought i'd just go through a few of these and get your impression on this brian so they say selling marijuana without a license is a crime ranging from a petty misdemeanor to a felony depending on the amount so you have to be a licensed dealer is that correct correct? that is correct so that would be and i know places are setting up more and more but it would be a licensed well location nobody no place can set up yet because the state's not even ready to license people so the (laughs) and this was just in the this was just in the one of the state newsies i i caught a blip on it uh last night when going through news stuff and uh there's a Red Lake, um, which is one of our reservations, it's a mm-hmm. closed reservation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's under federal jurisdiction. Right. Um, they they opened up shop because with that statute, the the tribes are not um, they don't have to follow the state law. Right. They can follow their own tribal law. Mm-hmm. Um, and being that it's a closed reservation, uh, they can do that. So they opened up shop, <clears throat> and apparently it was fairly busy. Mm-hmm. The rest of the state, um, they don't have anything in place yet. So all of this licensing and establishing who can sell, it doesn't exist. And it probably won't probably until at least next spring, if not later. It's going to take time. Is it's going to take some time because yep. this is this is sweeping changes. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah. So if you're buying it anywhere other than authorized dealer, that's illegal. So just be aware of that. That's yep. that's one of them. Absolutely. It is also a federal crime to transport marijuana across state borders. The yep. U.S. Department of Transportation does not consider tribal reservation borders to be state borders. Just to clarify. Correct. Okay, so that makes sense. Additionally, federal law prohibits marijuana users from owning firearms, even if the drug is legal in their state. Correct. So under federal law, marijuana is still a controlled substance. It has not been legalized. Um, It is still listed as a controlled substance. It's illegal. And under uh, National Firearms Act, it is your prohibited person if you are a user of controlled substances. So there you go. That's pretty cut go. and dried. It just it's that cut and dried. Just that simple. Yep. So know that you. And we're just trying to make some awareness right. here, right? Right. Because I think there's right. a lot of gray areas that we do. We'll try to get as. Um, I, I don't know if we're supposed to use black and white anymore. That's not. We're not supposed to do that. But very definite lines between. Well, and you know, and that's the problem. And I, th- I think, uh, I, I've, 
I fail to I fail to see the logic in, in some of our state legislators and the, the authors of this bill um, because they try to draw lines in the sand. And um, they're very specific about, like firearms, under state law, we can't prohibit somebody from um, getting a permit to acquire or a permit to carry because of a marijuana offense, because it's not legal. But under federal law, it's prohibited. Oh my so what are, you, what are you supposed to do with that? Why would our legislators, who are supposed to be leading, why would they do such a thing? It doesn't make it's a lot of sense. absolutely ridiculous. And very frustrating. Shame on them. And, and, and very difficult for law enforcement, too. It's, it's setting this... Uh, not only difficult, it, it is... <sighs> It has really made it a, a catch-22 where you can't do the right thing, period. Right. You can't right. do the right thing on the state side, and you can't do the right thing on the federal side. So it was just it was very poorly thought out. Well, I shouldn't say that. They thought it out, um, and I think they purposely tried to draw lines in the sand to force – the feds into something that the feds weren't they have no inclination mm-hmm. of doing mm-hmm. and i don't think it works that way it makes it very difficult for sure we'll go on talk about a couple other ones here because i think it's just important to again we're trying to do an overview as much as we can marijuana is still a schedule one drug federally as you yep. talked about a category that yep. includes also includes just to clarify heroin lsd and ecstasy The Federal Gun Control Act of 1968 prohibits users of a controlled substance from shipping, transporting, receiving, or possessing firearms or ammunition. That's according to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. So kind of like what you were saying, Brian. Correct. Okay. But for those following state laws, federal authorities have been largely hands-off on marijuana enforcement except to knock down large trafficking operations. Do you feel that is accurate? Well, yeah, yeah. The the Fed's role has always been to focus on the the larger, the bigger, the big operations, like cartel type stuff, right? Okay, okay. Um, that's kind of been their role, and 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 it's been the state's role to deal with the smaller operations, operations, for lack of a better word, call it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and, and we would take care of that under state law. So the Feds would take care of their stuff under federal law. Generally, the the bigger stuff will go to them, and we would work together. But you still there's there's a distinct separation between federal jurisdiction and state jurisdiction. The feds can't enforce state law, and those of us in the state can't enforce federal law. So there there's a distinct separation when it comes to. It doesn't mean that we can't work together. And I know you have. Yeah, I remember and we hearing do. that's a yep. that's a that's a normal course of business for us. Right. Um, and oftentimes, our, especially like with our joint task forces, you know, we'll have federal agents right alongside state agents uh, working together and using whatever tools um, are the best for the for whatever they're investigating. Um, they might go down the, the state law and they might go down the federal route. Um, but you have both involved, so you can do both. Right. You it, have that, it gives you, have that you option. Yeah, right. it gives you a little more. Right. But that's not going to take place out on the street. You know, the the, the folks my my deputies uh, interact with, um, they're not. They don't have a federal partner. 
Right. So they're right. they're focusing on state law, period. And that's what they have to do. Yeah. One yep. more I wanted to mention here uh, again is. Well, the state now bans random and pre-employment marijuana testing for many jobs. That exemption does not apply, and I want to make this clear, too, just through this article. Truck drivers, police officers, firefighters, medical caregivers, educators, and other safety-sensitive positions. Uh, folks who drive for the county, for example, they Correct. random drug tests still happen. Right. So Minnesotans in those profe- professions, of course, could put their employment at risk by using marijuana. So just right. because the state has said, I guess it's fine, you need to, right. and I'm assuming right. these folks would all realize you can't well, be doing it. And in reality, it's no different than alcohol because you can't use alcohol in any of those professions either. Right. It's just that marijuana stays in your system that much longer. Right. Um, and, and there's a lot less uh, scientific data that, that defines, you know, use and levels and those sorts of things. Um, so it's just, it's flat out prohibited. Right, right. So you got to make choices. And right now, like I say, it's, it's a conundrum at best. I, is that, a, is that a nice way of putting <laughs> I, it, Brian? I think that's a very nice way of putting it. You know, yes. and there's going to be a lot more we're going to hear about. And there's a lot more in general about this, uh, you know, where you cannot use marijuana. They go on and talk about that. And if you want more details, I'm sure there's people that, you know, you can go to your various sites and. And get the the facts is what I'm talking about right. here, Brian. And that's and that's gonna be that's gonna be a, a very uh, uh, changing landscape here in the the next two years, because um, more and more municipalities are going to um, create ordinances, you know, mm-hmm. um, limiting certain things. Um, there are there are certain parts that. Uh, like use, um, you can't use in a, a motor vehicle. Uh, you can't use in anywhere that's underneath the Clean Air Act. Um, so no different than than uh, tobacco. Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, but there there's some openings there that um, out in open air, it it's it's legal unless there's ordinances passed. And well, I don't know the people I've talked to have, have I haven't talked to anybody that says oh yeah we should we should allow that anywhere mm-hmm. and uh, most are saying no I don't I don't want that I don't want to walk past it I don't want my kids to walk past it um, so I, I would anticipate there's going to be uh, a lot of changes amongst ordinances and it's gonna it's gonna limit it to a um, a much more private setting mm-hmm. to to use it legally. Okay, I I just think it's good to keep that open conversation. So I appreciate Brian you you giving especially your insight being in law enforcement, obviously. And we'll talk about these things off and on throughout as they it, like you yeah, say as they make to, some of these. We have to keep the word out there. Right, and it's and we're all you know as many questions as I get, I have probably my own questions. Right, and and right. I'm constantly interacting with with folks trying to get a better handle on, okay, what does this mean? Right. And, right. you know, what is this, how does this define what we can and cannot do, what we should or shouldn't do um, moving down the road? Right. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to be uh, a huge learning curve for all of us. 
uh, not just law enforcement, but sure across the board. Everybody, You're absolutely everybody right. in government and and the general public um, also, and the folks who are going to legally try to sell this product as well. So there's, right. I mean, right. that's what I mean. It's a, it's kind of across the board. So what you know. I mean that part is ver- fairly well established in in what the state how the state's going to manage that mm-hmm. and who's responsible for managing that that's very clearly spelled out um so to think that they're just going to open up shop um that that's not that's not the case right um it's it's not going to be any different than a liquor establishment. I was going to say there's, I was going to make that comparison. There's licensing involved, and you're going to have to follow a bunch of rules, and people are going to be checking on you. Um, so, yeah, wh- whatever goes on, some of these other states that have done it, I know some of those states it's kind of been a free for all to some extent, and um, I, as much as it feels like a free for all right now, um, I, I think they're the intention is good to control it but we maybe should have thought about that before we actually made it legal to use right maybe we should have got all that stuff in place first it's a lot of that shoulda coulda woulda at this point though well, we got to deal with what we've got for I now think, uh, i think they knew exactly what they were doing and they did it intentionally but here we are <laughs> here, right? we, here, here we, we are, are. now we have to deal with it exactly well brian i appreciate so much you're going into some detail on this and we'll